The Earl of Rooklyn, Baron Quinn, was dressed in his military robes. Brown and formal, they didn't inspire him. He closed and locked the ornate door that led to his study and sighed. He knew how much work he had to do. His stern, middle-aged face was starting to show signs of wrinkles, and his black hair was cut in a military buzz. The Baron walked over to his desk, flipped the secret latch, and unlocked the drawer where the gold gem lay. He pulled it out to see the visions that he had seen already many times. Dragons in flight, landing, attacking the encampment that he sent. The groups of soldiers fighting the dragons. A particular blonde soldier fighting a dragon with a sword and getting knocked down. Visions of the troop being eaten and burned. A particularly irksome vision of soldiers that survived including a massive orc he knew too well. Time and the vision moved forward, back to the blonde soldier, waking up in a field, his troop dead around him. He got up and headed towards Rooklyn. The Baron sighed. Today was the day he'd have to deal with this. Anthel, you wake up and everything aches. <laughs> and oh, God. feeling is starting to come back into your limbs. As you open your eyes, it's just a lot of white. You just can't really figure it out. Uh, And then you realize you're laying on your back and you're looking at the sky. It's overcast and, oh, you try to sit up and it is, it's not fun. It's not a fun experience because you hurt. Oh, the pain. (laughs) And you sit up and there's grass and mud all around. You've kind of like made yourself a depression in the mud. And you like sit up and look at the scene before you. And then you remember what happened. Oh, God. (laughs) Do I smell burning? What do I smell? It smells like like morning. You might smell, you know what? Like grassy dew? I appreciate your initiative and I'd like you to make (laughs) a perception check. I got a three. (laughs) Uh, Uh, It's morning time. You don't smell much. (laughs) But you look around you and... You're, the battalion that you were part of is torn to shreds. Oh, shit. Everything was burned down, not anywhere really near you, but there are clearly people dead. All these soldiers who are wearing uh, these blue and silver tunics, their tunics are now just so bloody as you as you sit up. Oh, no. Do I hurt as I sit up? Oh, yes. <laughs> you do. You kind of look down at yourself and, okay, I mean, it seems like you're pretty unscathed. You are okay besides being incredibly sore. And you think about what happened last night as your troops, you know, they set up camp and as your troops were just uh, relaxing and, and uh, you know, sharing gossip or, or playing games in this rather calm camp, these dragons came out of the sky and attacked your camp. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. The chaos. The chaos that ensued was extremely stressful, but you rose to the challenge and you fought back with your battalion, despite them being chomped to bits against some of these dragons. Do I see my friends anywhere? There's no one that near to you, so you don't recognize any of the bodies that are laying down. Got it. But anybody left alive is gone. They've left. There's nobody out here moving. Okay. There's some trees that are a little ways away off to your right, the edge of a forest, and it's wind. It's a little windy. You see maybe a bird. 
but otherwise it's it's quiet and the camp is just in ruins it's charred and the last thing you remember is going after this dragon and fighting with uh, another group of soldiers yes and the dragon was huge i mean it was twice your size easily or twice do, your height but do i remember rushing in I remember my commander going in. Do I remember that? Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, So for our listeners, we did a little one-off sesh where uh, we did a little practice and we had this encounter earlier. But the last thing that you remember happening is uh, you were trying to get behind the beast uh, with a spear. Yes. And it was distracted from the front and it turned very, very quickly and its tail caught you and you blacked out. And you're pretty sure I forgot that. that's uh, that's <laughs> how you got knocked to the ground and and became unconscious. Uh, there's no sign of the dragons now, but make a history check. A history check, eleven. So you would know that there are dragons in the world and that they are pretty rare, um, and and there are stories told about them, but you know that this is very unusual. Dragons tend to leave people alone. They don't tend to attack and... And in groups. And in groups. That is the strangest thing of it all, is that dragons tend to hunt and live alone, besides when mating, and there were at least four, and you heard roars of more. Oh my god, it's the end of the fucking world. (laughs) (laughs) You pull yourself together and get up, you check to see what you know what you have left on you and still attached to your hip is your father's ale horn you pick up a wooden shield and a and a, so- a short sword to replace the one you lost in battle and you kind of go to the camp and like there's nothing useful left like there it's just decimated oh. decimated totally there are bodies around uh the ones that you can find are either so disfigured you can't recognize them, but you do see a few that look like they're maybe face down. Uh, you see a few you recognize of people that you did know. You don't see your commander. Uh, you don't see the couple of people, the, the orc, the dwarf, any of your other very close friends. You don't see any of them immediately. Okay. The person who sent you, you know the person who gave the orders anyway, you don't know him personally, was the Baron of Rook Glen, and Rook Glen is the city where you are doing your training and and doing uh, regular military exercises. You know that the city is not far. It's north from where you are. It's not far from your location, and you can get back there fairly easily to maybe reconvene and find out what happened from your superiors. I wonder, or if the dragons went there. Uh, Yeah, you definitely want to see if they went toward the city. Yes, absolutely. You are able to... You, you go ahead and abandon the camp. You know that... There's nothing I can do. You might lead... There's nothing you can do for now. You might lead some people back here at a later time or tell them where it is so they can know, you know, where to go to bury the bodies. But you, you need to let... You're not sure, you know, if anybody made it back. You need to let your superiors know what happened. So you head back towards Brooklyn, and you head along the trail, and it's pretty uneventful, but it is quiet. Along, along the road, you don't see anybody... And you get to Rookglen City. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little quickly through this because I want to get you to uh, your superiors. Yes, no worries. But you you encounter the front gate wall uh, guard who you know is dressed like you are, except yours, yes. your tunic's like in tatters and bloody and <laughs> scorched, uh, burned. <laughs> yeah, yeah scorched. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
So, and he's like, holy shit, like, what happened to you? And he has no idea. The city seems fine. You, uh, you go through the city, no problem. Nobody's seems panicked. Am I getting, am I getting a lot of stares? Oh, yeah. Like, people are whispering behind their hands. Like, uh, some people aren't even bothering. They're like, holy shit. Like, they're, you know, they're shocked at your appearance. Yes. But you make it back to the military encampment and uh, somebody rushes up to you and goes... What what happened? What happened? You're the you're the only one to make it back. Where's the rest of where's the rest of the battalion? I I don't know exactly what happened. I They were supposed to report back. Sir, what happened? I, to I you? don't know. I need to I need to speak to my superiors immediately. Uh okay, so he turns and you follow him in a hurried walk through. You go up into these double doors and you turn into a side room from this like entryway. There are uh some men and women. There's like uh, two women and a man, and they're looking at a map, and they're kind of talking in hushed tones. Uh, it's like a big table map, and they stop as you both enter. The man says, "What is the meaning of this?" And then he like pauses as he looks at you and goes, "What? What the hell happened?" You would know this person as the Baron, the Baron. of Brooklyn. Oh, uh, yeah, shit. his name is uh, Baron Quinn, uh, and he's a, he's a famous man here. He kind of runs the city. And I don't, I don't know exactly why he sent us out there. I was just part of training, correct? Yeah, you, you know, you were just going with your uh, superior officer's orders, which was you were to move south um, and uh, then to the west. Okay. To I, and, yeah, and like yeah. you know, they didn't tell you why. You just were going. Yeah. Yes, of course. He goes. What happened to you? What happened to the battalion? Sir Baron Quinn. I. My name is Re- Antha Reinhardt. All I remember. We're dragons. Is the city all right? I need to tell you about battle. There was a giant battle. I don't know if we lost the commander or not. He puts his hands over his mouth and he goes, Where is the rest of the battalion? What dragons? Dragons don't attack men. Sir, we were up north. I just woke up. I I came straight here. The encampment is is scorched. There's bodies everywhere, sir. We need to send someone up there immediately. He shakes his head and I'm going to roll. He does believe you, uh, and he, you know, you look like a man who has just been survived a dragon attack. He goes, "We need to, we need to inform the representatives in, in our townstead, Beldrum." He goes, "Squire, get a horse for this man." And the squire dude who you talked to earlier, he runs off. You know what happened? My advisor is in Beldrum. You need to go tell him what happened. Get him back here immediately. Yes, sir. The other two people who look like upper class, maybe maybe borderline royalty, but they, you know they're they're pawns or whatever. They're just like totally shocked. The the Baron gives you the charges to go meet with his advisor in Beldrum. The squire comes back. You very quickly change clothes. They give you like a really basic like a like a bucket of water and a, and a room to change in, and it's like cold <laughs> and. Yeah. You, you just, like, try to scrub off the best you can and, like, change into new uh, new uniform. Looks exactly the same, yeah. It's totally the same, yeah, except fresh and not charred. <laughs> the squire comes back, and there are two other dudes who are who you've never seen before. Um, you would know the, the city guard okay. You would know most of them. Uh, these dudes, you've never met them before, and they're kind of like big burly guys. They're like, we're, we're, com- we're coming to protect you to go to... Uh, Bedlam. Be- Fuck me, I've picked a stupid name. <laughs> ben- Beldrum. Beldrum. <laughs> Beldrum. 
<laughs> and I would like you to make an insight check. 17. So you guys go out through the town and uh, you take like a side exit that's, you know, in the fortress area from where you went in. Yes. And they also have horses. You start off at a gallop and you just take off and like everything feels like it's happening so fast because it is. Yeah, you, I can't. You know, you're like, you're kind of shell-shocked, like really. I have no idea what's going on still. I'm just like, I'm, I'm on this ride now. You're still following orders, right? Yeah. Like you're, you guys are trotting along. You start down this path, and when you're a ways away from Rook Glen, you know, like maybe a couple of miles, yeah, you hear a whinny and thump, and you turn, and both you and one of the men who was on your left, you didn't even learn their names yet. You both pull up because the second guard who went with you fell off his horse onto the ground. Oh shit! So you guys pull off, and you get off your horse. What do you do? I check the surrounding area with my eyesight first, and then I'd run up to him. Okay. Make a perception check. Uh, seven. <laughs> no, you don't see... Like, it just seems like, you know, you're you're on a path in the woods. Yeah. Maybe he's dehydrated or something, you know? It's bright out. Um, it's not, like, uh, it's not a densely packed forest, and you don't see anything around. Do you go up to him? Yes. So, you go up to him, and you lean over. You don't see anything wrong with him. Make a survival check. I got to 10 plus 2 is 12. Something's weird. So as you like lean over him, he's breathing kind of hard and fast. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 11 plus 3, 14. You at the very last second realize that something is coming at you from behind. And you're not able to duck out of the way completely, but you put your like arm up to block. I brace myself. I feel the, the hairs on my neck. Up. You put your arm up and something collides with uh, your arm and pushes you onto the ground. Do I land on him or? No, to the side of him, like to the left, uh, to your left and to his right because he's on the ground okay. below you. The man you were just looking at, as you go down, he jumps up to his feet and from his boot, you see he pulls a knife. And you realize you were just knocked down to the ground by the guard that was on the other horse. Oh, fuck. And you're on your back. On your left is the one that was down. He, he's he got a long knife. Uh, the other one, he just whacked you with a big club. What do you do? I pull my sword, and I prepare to fucking fight. You pull out your sword. You're on your back on the ground. You pull out your sword. <laughs> and <laughs> try, try to get up, yeah. <laughs> the one with the knife lunges at you as you're pulling it out. Uh, what's your AC? Armor class? Armor class 16. You, as you're pulling out the sword, you're able to block his knife away. Uh, I will let you get to your feet with a move action, or you can scramble back on your back like crab walk. Um, but if you get to your feet, it will provoke an opportunity attack from the guy with the dagger. So they're both trying to kill me. It seems that way, yeah. Shit. Yeah, get to my feet if I can. Okay, as you get up, the man with the dagger, he takes another stab at you. And he connects. Ooh. And he, he gets in, like, between your, your leather armor. Yes. And it goes in in between your ribs a little bit and, and goes in. <sighs> and you take six damage. Oh, shit. <laughs> and the man with the club, he takes his opportunity and, and swings at you as well. And But you have your wits about you, and you're able to just barely move out of the way of this big club. <laughs> uh, then it's your turn. Who's closest to me? 
do I do I swing at him as I move out of the way, or do I just barely miss him? And then I, I gather myself afterwards. So it depends on who you're going to attack. The guy with the dagger is definitely a little bit closer, um, but that doesn't really matter. You could get them both, either one with your sword. So I'm going to get the guy with the dagger since I just, the guy with the horse, I would guess that his you know momentum would make him turn around a little bit, so it's going to take a minute. So he swings past you. You you jump out of the way, and he, he swings past you, and you go for uh, a, a slash at the guy with the da- who pulled the dagger out of his boot who's faking you out. Yes. And you can go ahead and make an attack roll. Ooh, I roll a 19 plus 5. Okay, so you... Oh, okay. You connect and uh, go ahead and roll a d6 and add 3 for your damage. 5. Okay, so you slash him and he's not able to block with the dagger and you just rend him across his chest and he staggers back a little bit. He goes, you little brat, I'll gut you. And he comes back and tries to stab at you with his knife. And that's a critical failure. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a chance to knock out the knife out of his hands. So make make a strength check that's going to oppose my strength check. I have a six plus three is a nine. Okay, so he hangs on to his dagger. You, you try to knock it out, but he doesn't. Uh, and then the guy with the club has recovered from his swing, takes a shot at you, and you're ready this time, and you move out of the way. <laughs> and now it's your turn to attack. I'm going to try to finish the guy on the ground. Uh, so he was up with you again. Oh, he was. That was the guy with the dagger. Yeah, there's okay. just two guys. There's the guy with the dagger who was faking oh, okay. on the ground, and then there's the guy with the club. Okay, so only the guy with the club is left. Well, you slashed the dagger guy, but he's still alive. Okay. So who do you want to go for? I mean, uh, that's what I was saying. I think I should try to finish the guy. Go, yeah, if you want to. It's up to you. I think I should try to finish him off. Okay, make an attack roll. 13? Yeah, that'll do it. Like, you... You slice across him again. He's he's too stunned. Go ahead and add, uh, do the damage. One. <laughs> One plus three is four. You slash him again, like, just, like, across the stomach. You don't get super deep, but he, like, is clutching in his stomach here. He's like, I, I wasn't paid enough for this. <laughs> and he, like, starts backing away towards his horse. Uh, he's backing away, so I'm going to give you an opportunity attack on him. Eleven. Okay, so you slash at him. Uh, he's too far away at this point, and he backs up and gets away. And then the club guy, he's like, you traitor. And he like realizes that he has a club and you have a sword. (laughs) (laughs) And his friend is now gone back, gone back and is hopping on his horse. And so the club guy starts backing away and I'll give you an opportunity to do something if you want to. Okay, so I'm going to try to knock the club guy. Because if the other guy runs away, he's hurt. I can deal with that. I feel like. Okay, so you're going to try to like attack the club guy. I'm going to see if I can attack him. 15 plus my attack bonus is 20. Yeah, uh, you get a really good solid hit. Go ahead and make a make a damage roll. It is five. You lunge, sword forward, point out, and you you puncture into his his stomach with a long lunge. And he goes, "Oh no, no, stop, stop! I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We were, we were just paid to do this. Who hired you?" He he starts backing up. He's like, "Stop, stop! The Baron hired us." He said we we had to take care of you. He said you had to go. You knew too much. And he like starts to turn and he drops his club and runs towards his horse. The guy on the dagger, he successfully got on his horse and just started taking off and yeah, he didn't yeah. say anything. He just he just clopped off. I'm going to try to kill the bastard. So you're going to stab him uh, from behind? Yes, or slash him I'm going to try to run up behind him and gut him through. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, make an attack roll. 14 plus 5. That's enough, that's enough. You take another slash at him, and you slice him down the back. Go ahead and make a damage roll. 5 plus my 3 is an 8. Oh, he he shouts out, Ah, 
and he like let's go of the reins that he was trying to pull onto and he like falls down into the gravel no stop stop and he like turns over like he's pissed (laughs) (laughs) he's pissed and scared bastard is there any okay so now so it's just you two there's the horse your couple horses and he's on the ground i'd stick him up and i'd be like i don't know i mean i'm trying to decide for myself if I think I can get any more information out of him, or if that's just it. Make an insight roll. Make an insight roll. Okay. <laughs> Four plus my zero. <laughs> I think you think you could get more out of him. I'm going to be super blunt and straightforward, because I think, I mean, Anthel believes he's, he believes he knows everything. He's got faith in himself. He's overly idealistic. He thinks he has the answer, and he's going to say, Did the Baron send the dragons after us? The guy on the ground, he spits at you, and it lands on your shoe. <laughs> And he goes, we were going to piss on your grave after we buried you, (laughs) you fucking brat, son of a whore. You don't know my father or my mother. (laughs) I just fucking stab him. (laughs) That's what I was trying to do. (laughs) Okay, you don't need to make a roll. You don't need to make a roll. You you stab him. He was going to fucking kill you and, like... I, it's totally justified. You, you got him through and he dies in front of you. Ah, what a Very bastard. undignified death. And you like yank out your sword and wipe it on his tunic. You <laughs> yes. know, roll, oh, yeah. you like kick, kick over his body onto the side of the road for somebody else to deal with. Ah, are my horses still there? Do I have two horses now? Do I have one? There, there are two horses. There are two horses there and you're able to grab them pretty easily. So you can either do what the Baron instructed you and, um, you can go to Beldrum, which is a, like a, you would know is like a small town. Yeah. Like a, there's like a church there and stuff. That's probably where he was. Maybe a town hall meeting or something you don't know why he was there or you can i mean it's kind of on your way to where you think the other place might be where your the rest of your battalion went which was west so you're you're headed west anyway um so you could either go around this village or you could go in it and find find the counselor of the the baron or you can go ahead and try to find the rest of your battalion i feel like i should find my battalion first i feel like i have more i have more honor i I believe that they have more honor right now because they know what's going on than the baron's advisor who might be against me yeah even if even if i could get even if i could get answers from him he might be holding something from me he might be able to trick like fuck with me I'm definitely going to see if I can find the commander. Okay. And at that, let's go ahead and take a break and we'll come back and do that. Awesome. You go, you, you take the wide way around that city Yes, Beldrum. that I, Beldrum, <laughs> fuck me, I picked the worst possible name, <laughs> Beldrum. You, uh, you go on to the next small town and, uh, you're not sure, you, you ride for a while you maybe take a break at a stream to, you know, chill out and just like think about your situation for a little bit. Yes. Am I, am I able to, am I tracking at all my, my battalion? Do I know? I don't, I guess I don't even know if they, they're alive. You don't yet. You know, the, you know that like if they didn't go to Rook Glen, that they must've gone West and that there's some settlements out West that you can go to. 
Um, probably it. when you stop for a break, you wrap some some cloth and tie it around your ribs where you got stabbed. Yeah. So you're coming up upon this small settlement, and uh, I don't know, it's afternoon probably. This town is really small. There's like a small church, a couple of houses, a tavern, which you would barely call a tavern. You go in there, and they all kind of look at you, because strangers don't come by that often. And I'm in a soldier's uniform. And you're in a soldier's uniform. You go up to the counter. You have, By the way, you did take the extra horse with you. So you have two horses that you took along with you. And at the bar, there's an orc woman, and she's, like, cleaning out a glass that looks dirty. Like, she might be making it dirtier by cleaning it out. Like, she's just, like, doing something to look like she's doing something. Yeah. And she's like, who the hell are you? My name is Anthel. I ride from Rook Glen. Have you seen any of the Baron's men come through here? Uh, yeah, yes, I, uh, we have. We had a... Uh, shouldn't you be with them? They look like in a sorry state, to be honest. You look fine. We got in a bit of a scuffle, and I'm, I ride to meet them. Uh, a couple of them were looking for passage to... Uh, across the, the sea. Across, across the, the sea? Long, yes, across the long sea. Uh, they said something about... Uh, yeah, booking passage, and so, of course, they, we patched them up as well as we could, or our healer did. She, like, nods over, and you, like, look in the bar, and there's this, like, grizzled old woman who's, who, like, is downing an ale. <laughs> She's, like, the, like, the town healer. Shouldn't you be with them? I write, I write to meet them, my lady. I appreciate, and I thank you for your hospitality of me and my, my fellow soldiers. I must ride and meet them as quickly as possible. I guess if that suits you. Don't you want to stop and have some food or uh, care to barter? She winks at you. I don't. I mean, I don't have any gold, right? I mean, you have a spare horse. I have a horse. If you don't want to, that's fine. Hmm. I'm gonna think. I'm. I'm. Well, I'm trying to think too, because it's like if I if I ride one horse, then the other horse, maybe I can travel further. Uh, yeah. If you like wear one horse the hell out <laughs> and just like breakneck speed, and you're like disposable horse, you drop the other one, get on the other one. I guess you could do that. Uh, I was thinking. Though. I was thinking more along the lines of you know you could have some gold in your pocket for for the yeah. future, but well, let it's me up to you. No, that's, that's probably a better choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel urgency. I'm like, I gotta talk to the commander if he's yeah, still I agree, alive. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, but I do know that people are after me, and it might not be bad to have some gold to like pay somebody off to hide me or something but he i don't know like i my character anthel he's he believes in himself more than anything i feel like it's up to you he 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 thanks you for your time she gave you some good information so yes well maybe i should she's like you uh you got a weird look in your eye you all right i'm very worried for my fellow soldiers what what do you have to trade i don't have much but I do have a spare horse I might be willing to part with. Uh, well, I I would probably talk to the stable master about that. Uh, I I don't have enough gold to pay for a horse. Uh, if you have some gold, I can give you a meal. But that I mean, or some ale. I thank you again for your time, but I must get going. Okay, so she tells you which building is the stable master at, where the stable master's at, and you go outside and you take your horses, which you tied up to the stable master, and uh, there's a there's like a building and there's some horses in there, and uh, it's just is not a long walk away in this little dusty town. There's a man brushing a horse, and he like hears you approach, and he he stops and puts the brush down and ducks under the the stable where the horses is, and he's uh, says. Uh, what what can I do for you? 
and you see uh, un- under his hair pointy ears and he he looks uh pretty human but he's he's got some elven features for sure hello my good sir the mistress at the tavern has pointed me toward in your direction i might have a spare horse i i'm looking to possibly trade Oh, I see you met Marhorn. She's uh quite the woman. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you want you want to trade horses? I wonder what you might be willing to give for a horse. I I've run across a spare one. They're the finest that you can find in Rook Glen. He goes up to your horses, and they totally do have like royal. They they might have like a royal saddle on, and he like inspects the horses. And one the first one he looks at, and he goes, "This one is spooked something fierce." And then he goes over to the other one, and he's like, This one might be worth something, though, but I don't want no stolen horse. They're not stolen, my good sir. They're given to me by the Baron Quinn himself. Make a deception check, because you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Plus one. Thirteen plus one is fourteen. All right. Uh, He sees your uniform, and he sees the insignias on the horse's saddles that were, you know, finely made. And he looks skeptic, but he goes, all right, I can't turn down a horse as fine as this. And uh, he goes back and uh, I don't do, really do D&D economics, but uh, he's, <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he goes, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you 50 gold for her. I don't know how much that is in D&D money either. <laughs> but, okay, we're, we're going to uh, make an insight check. How about that? Okay, insight check. A 13. You think he's maybe lowballing you a little bit? I'd say this fine mare's ridden with me through a tough time this past couple days. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's been a couple days. <laughs> it's like a, it is like a day. It is like the same it's like day. day. It's it's still okay. the same day. It's just a it's really fucking day. horrible long, long day. day. So it's been with me this. <laughs> past 24 hours now if you'd like you can make a performance check and if you roll well i could tell you what you say okay let's try that i got a nine <laughs> okay so you do your best to like show off this horse as like uh the king's finest or, or the baron's finest in this case and uh you know you you point out the beautiful color and the and the uh well-trained nature of the horse <laughs> and he's like uh i'll give you 50 gold all right <laughs> all right I'll so he it. like he hands you a pouch of gold and he takes the horse from you and uh he also gives you a sack of oats free of charge as a as like a thanks uh, better than nothing he says hey you were you were you part of those troops that came through here late last night yes i fell behind i ride to catch up with them well just going west uh to a city name <laughs> <laughs> city name uh <laughs> Insert city name here. <laughs> uh, they're, they're going to the Maple City. And you would know that the Maple City is a coastal town of medium size uh, within a few hours horse ride from where you are. Uh, yes. The mistress in the tavern told me they were riding to, to buy passage overseas. I appreciate your time, sir. No problem. Good luck with the catching up. Thank you. You take off. You have had... A uh, fucking nuts day. I, I mean, how long has this, this day been? Should I be trying to find some place nice in the woods to sleep? You, it's just starting to get dark by the time you ride in. Your your ride is uneventful. You maybe see a couple of uh, travelers traveling between. Uh, but as you're in a hurry, you kind of push your horse, and you you get there mostly without incident. And the uh, the guard lets you on into town. There's only one here. The Maple City. The Maple City. Mm-hmm. You come into, you like get off this horse, and there is a stable place 
um, at the at the kind of like the entrance, and there's like a stable hand boy. And if you want, you can hand off the horse to him for a gold. I will, and I will also ask him a question. Uh, what 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 can I do for you, sir? Take my horse, boy. I need you to, to tell me as quickly as possible. Have you seen other soldiers here? Uh, yes, yes, sir. And he's like eleven or twelve. Yes, sir. They came in early this morning. By by the sounds of it, I I was asleep. But yes, they came in, and 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 they are. Uh, I understand they're they're at the docks. They're taken up at the docks. Thank you, my boy. I toss him an extra gold. So uh, you leave the horse there, and you follow. You go into this town, and there are large trees everywhere and you understand because you've never been to the maple city but you understand the namesake and it's because there are large maple trees lining almost every city street oh beautiful coastal <laughs> it is yeah uh there it's, it is really pretty now that you're in the town proper and you're you've gotten past the main entry wall you can smell the sea salt it's the the cooling air is like really nice because you just had a hard ride scorched body You've gotten rid of your disposable horse, and <laughs> you're walking through the city. As you turn a corner, somebody grabs onto the back of your shirt at the top, like where you're in your armor, and yanks you backward from where you are walking. You go to turn to pull your sword, but as you turn around, you see your commander, Wesley. Oh, Wesley. Thank God, I know. And Wesley puts a finger up to his mouth and goes, and then like puts his hand on your hand and pushes the sword back into a sheath, and he pulls you into an alleyway. Commander, my God, you're alive! You, you're alive! Oh, I thought you were dead. I don't, I didn't know what happened to you. I couldn't find you. What, what, what happened? What, how did the rest of the battle go? What, where, where are we going? We had to turn tail. We had to leave. There, there was no other option. I gathered up the remaining men, and the dragons mostly left us alone once. He, like, turns. How many of us made it, sir? Five, including me. Holy shit. The dragons were preoccupied with filling their bellies. <laughs> he's kind of melo- He's kind of. He's kind of melodramatic. Um, <laughs> but, like, bad stuff happened to you. And he, he's, he, he looks okay. He's wearing some different clothes. He's not wearing... Uh, not in his uniform. Yeah, no. And he's like, I didn't tell you all, but I got direct orders from Baron Quinn himself to march where we were. It's like... It's like he knew it was coming. We were right in the place where they landed. Sir, I have to tell you, after I woke up, I rode straight to the Baron. He sent me after, uh, he sent me to go speak to his advisors in uh, Beldrum, but the two men he sent me with, the two guardians he sent me with, tried to murder me. He, uh, he like has a, he's got like a short beard and he kind of scratches it and he goes, yes, I, I had a bad feeling about the trip as soon as I was told of it, but I didn't question it at the time. I don't know what's going on. The other men, I can't leave. I'm not going to leave until I've figured this out. But the other men, they're going across the long sea. They're going to Firelight because they believe that they need to tell people about this. On our way, on our way to the Maple City here, we saw hundreds of them, maybe thousands. We thought they were birds migrating, though it's not the season, but they were dragons high above us. We need to let the other cities know, and that's what the other men are going to do. First, they're go- they plan to go to Firelight first, south to White Hills. They're going to tell everyone in Firelight and try to spread the word as quickly as possible. Do you think that the dragons were headed overseas? Uh, they were headed, for, from where we were, they were headed roughly southwest, and they were headed northeast. 
What, what would you have me do, sir? As far as I'm concerned, our battalion was destroyed, and we're on the same footing now. You can stay with me and try to do what help we can here. I do need to figure out what's going on with the Baron, and I have some good contacts in Rookland who might be able to help me with that. You can go with me if you'd like, or you can go with the men across the long sea to Firelight to warn others. Oh, shit. And this is where I have to make a decision. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Um, he tells you that Orc Man, who was on your squadron and fought with you, is in the group, and also the Dwarf Woman, who fought with you. Those are the people who you were close with. They yes. did make it out. They are, They he says, they've decided to go to Firelight across the Long Sea. Uh, so you would, know, you would know that. Your your buds, your trusted companions are, are there. They're, they're going to passage a ship. Um, you know, they gathered what gold they had. Yeah. Um, Wesley tells you that they've all changed and he suggests you do the same before you leave. Um, so you don't stand out. Yeah. Yeah. You have your sword and you have a shield and you have your armor. So uh, like other than the tunic, that's really the thing you'd need to, to change. My, my armor, sword and shield. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You saw that. Like you, you would still have to get out of the tunic to go with him because you guys don't want to be spotted. So either, either choice I make, it's going to bring me closer to meeting up with everyone in some fashion i'm not gonna answer that that's awesome. that's my answer all right uh oh, fuck. i don't know i think <laughs> i mean if, i don't know. okay so let me so let me say some more things that he would tell you okay so okay. he's really intrigued by the baron telling you to meet with his counselor the counselor is known as like a pretty slimy dude um you you, you know you didn't really think about it at the time you were just like following orders you're gonna go tell you know do what the baron said you have family to the east. They're pretty far. They know that you were going into, you know, Brooklyn's battalion. They they don't know any of this, and they're good. They're safe. Like, as far as you know, they're, they're pretty far east, so you wouldn't be concerned about them necessarily. Yeah, basically on the other side of the world at this point. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, like a famous city. They have, like, famous brews, and they have... Uh, like they're super clean. It's a very clean city, beautiful city, another coastal city. Um, White Hills beyond, you would have heard of White Hills. It's a huge, it's a pretty huge city. It's not as big as Brooklyn. Brooklyn is like the biggest city maybe in the world. White Hills is also a big city and there's a lot of people there. I don't know. That's such a tough decision because I feel like, I feel like before I can help anybody, I need to know how to help them. Wesley would tell you that the other few remaining survivors trust Wesley's word, feel like they were put there kind of to intercept the, the dragons. Wesley would tell you like he, he, he's like, he had no explanation for where he was going besides where, you know, uh, the Baron told him to go. Yeah. And that it seemed extremely odd that, you know, this land is pretty huge and he was told to go to a specific place and that these dragons came down right there. And so he's feeling distrust and now he's got your story to back it up with the, you know, some kind of betrayal that obviously the Baron was trying to get rid of you somehow. You would know enough to tell people um, if you went to with the other men. You would know enough to want to tell other people that like there are these massive dragons attacking. I can maybe I can prepare the other cities, right? That's the whole idea. Yes, that is exactly right. Yeah, they they feel capable. You know, they're trained in leadership a little bit like you are. Wesley, he's 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 gonna go back. He's gonna try to find out what's going on. And I feel like I must part ways with him and say, "I wish you best of luck. And I wish you goodwill." 
and I must I must warn the other cities and maybe maybe like I feel like my own personal aspiration within this is like you know maybe when I'm like warning other cities or something I I gain rank in other ways than like fighting under the under the commander which I wanted to you know because he's and maybe when I come back or I'll run into him later in the future you know that's kind of my thought when you come back to Rookglen find Gorfin at the White Oak Tavern whenever you get back. And Gorfin will get you to me, and you can tell me what you've learned. I'm, I fear that this, this, that we might not be the first to have been attacked. The other cities may actually know more than we do. Fair enough. I wish you goodwill, sir. All right, so you, like, shake hands and hug. Very, It's very manly. <laughs> you leave, and you go find uh, some new clothes, and you drop... Okay. We'll say four gold to do that. Do I do I have my sword and shield still or no? Because I because yeah. they're branded. Okay. Yeah, you do. The shield, I mean, is probably pretty like worn at this point, point. Uh, and it was just colored. You know, it wasn't. It didn't have like an insignia on it. It was a cheap shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pay one more gold to like a like a girl in town who looked like a kind of like a street girl. She led you to the docks where you meet your friends, and that's where we're going to end the session. <laughs>